to skip intro I'm Lee Chui Lin in the studio with me today Ian McNally Bahi Yusuf and Julian Yap um, and we are talking once again about the return in a very short space of time of the Fab Five Are you guys ready to learn about who we're helping tonight? Yeah! yeah. Kathy was my orchestra teacher I've never had a conversation with a gay person before Oh We'll see how it goes what he's doing for his community is incredible. Try not to cry. Try not to lose it. Welcome home. Oh my God. I wanna be strong. You look like a brand new man. Yeah. 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 People should always remember, it's never too late to start over. You're stable, you're loving, you took care of your parents. Don't compare yourself to them. You are not a failure. You have literally saved people's lives, fight included. So that's right, Queer Eye Season 4 has been out for a little bit and now that we've had time to watch it, process, cry, do whatever emotional work that Karamo Brown would want us to do, um, we are back to talk about what we thought of the season. So um, what did you guys think? It starts exceptionally strong, I think. I think when I was watching it, it was like I was concerned about how long it's been and everything Mm. and then the first episode has a personal tie to Jonathan Van Ness And there seems to be a ton of B-roll that's not in this show that looks fun as hell. Like that I wanted. I wanted to see what Bobby was doing in shop class. Oh, right. You know, Mm -hmm. there's all those scenes of them just instead of having the scenes of them dancing in that white studio, there's lots of scenes of them dancing around the school. Anthony's like serving lunch to the kids. Yes. I was like, give me more of this. This could be a double episode. Like Mm -hmm. I thought that was an interesting way to have it tied to somebody. And it went strong again by getting a hero who is actually somebody who does good. Mm. Like it wasn't just here's some schlub. It's like here are people who are doing good and do reward. And I thought that was going to kind of give an indication of where they were going to go with the whole season, but they kind of fell off that, I thought, yeah. later on. I, I, look, for me, this is popcorn, this is bubblegum, and, and that's my problem with it, right? I enjoyed the first two seasons, and then the third one came. And then when I think, I think what you told me, I think Ian, you told me it was like season four has come out, and mm. I'm like, wait, what year is it? <laughs> you know, because we, we... You just got released from Jumanji, did you? Yeah, didn't we just finish season three? Yeah. And and I just, I'm just looking it up. Season one, February 2018. Season two, June 2018. Season three, March 2019. Season four, July 2019. Why even bother calling it seasons now? Just like second half of season three. I don't know, I'm just... Well, because I hate that. Okay. That's another thing. I they mean, just it's did really it annoying specifically it, for you. It messes up on Netflix when it says like part one of right. whatever. It's mm. like, no, it's another four episodes. Just <laughs> call it something else. It was filmed last year though. Oh yeah? Yeah. yeah it was, yeah. The, you okay. see 2018 sort of everywhere and it's sort of like, how long do these episodes take to put together? That's mm. what I'm wondering. Well, they probably and shoot they, 32 and a lot of them just don't work. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're already shooting right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I only know that because I follow some of the guys on social media <laughs> and then you see them hanging out together and you're like, oh, you're back in, I don't know, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I agree. I think the first episode was really great, mm. actually. Um, I, I teared up the minute Jonathan got a hero's welcome because you just Mm. know and and he's spoken about it before that he's been bullied and so the fact that he got that I thought was really beautiful Uh, the fact that it was with a teacher who meant so much to him Uh, the fact that it highlighted the work of teachers Mm. all that is great Um, there are things I like a lot about the season I like the fact that um, 
well, Karamo's doing stuff, uh, mm. which means that there is like an added emphasis, I feel, on mental health, which I thought mm. was great. Mm. Um, the fact that there is like so much discussion about how a lot of the heroes didn't look as if they needed help. Mm. Um, and then when you spoke to them for like five minutes, they'd mm. be like, well, actually, I've been yeah. depressed lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I appreciated that. I appreciated that they found people willing to talk. Um, and that's about it. Um, that's where I it mean, ended for you, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, um, I'm at a point now where it, it requires more investment from me than, say, friends. This but the emotional yeah. payoff is the same. This is no longer for me uh, appointment watching, right? Mm. It's just not, it's no longer like what time are you coming home so we can watch the new episodes of Queer Eye. It's just like oh, okay, you want to you want to watch some Queer Eye? Yeah, okay, we'll put it on and watch dishes or something. When we talked about Neon Genesis, Bayer, you said that was work for you. Yeah. This was work for me. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just felt like I was going through each of these episodes. I think it's about forty five to fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. It just felt like I was waiting for it to go down to mm. fifty minutes. And this was so. I have watched a few episodes of Queer Eye in the past. I've you know jumped in and out of seasons one, two, and three. This was the first time I actually finished the whole season. But because I had to, I, there was nothing making mm. me press next. Yeah. I didn't want to find out about a new hero. Um, that's maybe just me and my my non enjoyment for shows like these. But I, you know, we talked about Instant Hotel recently on the show, and that one hooked me like straight away. And mm. that's almost, I mean, even more vapid than this one. <laughs> so can I just say um, a, a few things there? But I just want to respond to one thing, which is Bahe and I told you so. Haha, <laughs> Instant Hotel, take it. I'm so happy that I actually latched on to Instant Hotel, but I don't believe I didn't latch hey, on Julian, to Queer Eye. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank but that's so an much. Australian show, so they will, you will probably we won't get the same overproduction issues with that, will you? Mm, I like, don't know. I I think this one for me the problem with this one is that there is a formula. Yeah, you know, and and I'm okay with the formula because I I do want to watch Jonathan Van Ness cut some hair. I do want to watch uh, Bobby redo a house, but. I want okay. to see more of Bobby redoing houses. They could yeah. have, he's not in the first couple of episodes almost. Yeah. And, and, th- and that's it for me, right? Like I, The heroes become interchangeable, don't really mind whoever it is. I just like, okay, cool. Oh, that's nice haircut. Oh, wow, nice glasses. After a while, it kind of got to the point where I was just kind of skipping through mm. and maybe that was the wrong way to go about it. But I was skipping through to, I wanted to see Jonathan cut the hair and then I'll skip a bit to Tan doing the fashion yeah. mm. and Bobby doing the house things. There was a bit more as we went through the season where Bobby Bobby, you know, works with them in mm-hmm. some way, yeah. making the table. They do a thing together. Yeah, yeah. the guy who builds houses. Uh, but did you, did, you didn't skip past Anthony losing his mind over corgis, did you? Of course. Because that's one of the highlights that's, of the season, I think. Yeah. And, then, and, and, the, content, and the word, and the word pepperoni, they, his pa smell like pepperoni. That's going to stay with me forever. You know what I want to do for you, Julian? I want to make you a best of playlist. Because I actually think that there are lots of like... In each season, I would mm. say there's maybe one or two episodes. Really that, strong episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. are like kind of really unforgettable and where you feel like, you know what? This person really needed something. Mm. Yeah. This person really needed people to be around. This person really needed this help. And um, I mean, it, it would probably be overstating it to say that you think that they saved somebody. But there is this sense of there was a real deep need from this person out mm. into the world. And these five guys came and met it. Mm. And in each season, there's like two. For yeah. me, mm. for me... It's still that first episode, right? Yeah, I was that very say, first season episode. one, episode one, where that that oh. guy just you know, I he remarried had, her. Yeah, so you know, there's an actual change for the show. Yeah, but but you're right. I think it comes to a point where I think twelve months between seasons would be great. It's like Star mm. Wars. We we you can have too much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're I wouldn't say we're coming up to it because I think I'm 
past that line now. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know I was until I watched the same. season. Yeah, yeah. Same. I, I thought yeah. I was still excited, and then I put it on. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, and it's like, just huh. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've I've sort of consumed Queer Eye from a peripheral sort of way, right? So I see all the ads, I get the YouTube recommended videos, and mm. I see you know people talking about it on Twitter and Facebook and everything. So you're taking so, a side eye at Queer Eye. Ah, uh, I like that. <laughs> That's probably accurate. But yeah, it doesn't seem like they're... It, you know how in a lot of ways um, shows sort of start getting very tired because you see too much yeah. of them? Queer Eye doesn't feel like it's being used too much. You're mm. not getting... I'm not feeling very tired from seeing their, their faces or seeing them in like press junkets and mm. stuff because they're such a charming group. Yeah. And it's obviously the personalities, right? The five of them. But actually going into the show, watching it, I don't see how it's not going to get tired so quick Mm. because it's so full on. The whole show, I mean, you know, you go into someone's life, they they reveal things and they get you to open up and it's it's emotionally taxing and I don't get how this is going to sustain them for a lot longer. I think the title cards lie as well. It's like day one, day two, day three, and then they leave. It's like, no, 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 no. Because even in earlier season, there was a lot of, we're putting you in a car with someone and driving you from Atlanta to the loft or back and forth to force those conversations Mm. a little bit or to get comfortable enough Mm. that Karamo can talk to the cop about race. Mm. We're talking about Queer Eye Season 4. Um, did you like it more than we did? Tell us. WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at SkipIntroMY and write us at movies at bfm.my. Banish fraudulent manoeuvres. BFM 89.9. Hello, everyone. You are listening today to Skip Intro uh, with Lynn, Ian, Bahe and Julian. Um, earlier, we kind of did the thing that Queer Eye is always telling us to do and talked about our feelings, uh, <laughs> specifically about Queer Eye Season 4, and um, kind of threw up some real issues with it, I think, to do with the scheduling of episodes, to do with kind of just oversaturating us with the Fab Five. Um, do you think that they're going to slow down? I don't think they're going to slow down. I want them to. I mean, yeah. I was just looking. I didn't realize the original Queer Eye for the Straight Guy had five seasons of like 16 to 22 episodes. Yeah. And they were spread out over a year. But I think that was also, you couldn't binge those. You had to watch mm. them every week. Week a week, yeah. And I'm not sure whether that changes how you would approach it. Because then it's just a show that's on. You can mm. watch it if you want to or not. But this is, we're now in the binge culture where, I don't know, maybe... Could I spread this out? Would this be better if it was released on a weekly yeah. basis on I Netflix? I think that's a really good point. Um, because, I mean, going back to Julian's thing about it being emotionally taxing, it would be a lot less emotionally taxing mm. if I didn't go from an overworked teacher who doesn't take enough time for herself to a gunshot wound victim who is paralyzed, mm. who is, and then onwards to single father, and then onwards to... And, and it's just like... You know that there is going to be a satisfying conclusion. You know that at the end of this, their lives are going to be better and all that. But you do have to go through the early bit, um, the front bit. I think for me, I've the more we get into this binge culture, the more I'm really harkening back to like the old days of just week to week television. Because remember, we had a lot of fun. Well somewhat fun with Game of Thrones, right? We we had an entire week to moan and talk and get excited for the next week and in our wishing and hoping for the next episode. Mm. We, you know, you and I do that, Ian, for Star Trek Discovery, Discovery. you know, and there is value in the week-to-week thing as opposed to the, I'm now 24 hours into Jessica Jones. Mm. It's just like, I, I think you get really burned out by that. 
I think it's that. Plus, um, when you watch it like that, it really showcases a show's weakness. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, the strengths come through, of course. Yeah. But the strengths, I think, start to become an expected thing. I mean, earlier we ran through the list of what we like, right? So, JVN cutting hair, Tan France tucking someone's shirt in. Like, these are the things that you come to expect. And when it happens, you're just like, tick, tick. Mm. But the weaknesses of the show, um, the... Formula, the, the formulaicness. Yeah, the formulaicness, the fact that um, at some point you feel like, well, well, I could... It, it starts to feel like you could do it, mm. you know, because you see them do it mm. so much. And I think the idea there is it starts to feel like a moral lesson. Like, oh, I'm supposed to take this off into my... I get it. Yeah. I'll meditate. Yeah. Yeah. I can wear a brightly printed shirt. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And I know that that's supposed to be the message, but mm. it starts to feel a bit uh, hammered in, I guess. Yeah, I, th- mm. I, I thought they were going to break the format a little bit. Like, what did you guys think? So without giving spoilers, there is a sec- the second episode, there is a point where... You can see what's happening a little bit because they overdub someone's name at the beginning mm. and there's like what happened to Wesley mm. and there's a point there where it's like is it too intrusive to go look back at a traumatic event in his life and it could have gone absolutely horrifyingly yeah. Yeah. wrong and in which case you wouldn't have seen the episode at all yeah but for me I think I I think it was necessary and I get I get what Karamo was trying to do I, it was necessary for 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 both parties to move forward yeah. but I like the fact that the show shows Karamo asking for permission. Yes. And I think that was what's important. It's not a, hey, let's go for coffee. Guess yeah. who's here? Yeah. That's what, that's what an imitator show would do and that would be yeah. gunfire in the streets. Yes. Yeah. So I like that. And I think, I think whether or not he was given real, you know, power to say, no, I'm not ready. Mm. That's fine. But I think at least they showed that. And I, I, and I think that was needed. That was important. So I guess it's, you know, like Ian said, it's formulaic. We follow the formula. It's the same every single episode. But what makes it different, obviously, is the heroes. And then they're trying to do more things. So I guess in, um, I guess the last episode with the farmer dude, mm-hmm. instead of Jonathan doing his hair, teaching his mom how to do his hair, because yeah. he's go- she's going to be the one who's going to cut his hair from now anyway, on. And I yeah. think that's beautiful and great. So this season, all the heroes, they are successful people who... I mean, the theme besides Cat Guy is successful people. Cat Guy is successful too. I mean, that's a big house. Yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. True. So yeah. it's not as if, you know, he he had other things going on. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it seems like the theme is that the heroes are so successful in thinking about other people, they forgot, they forgot to think yeah. about themselves. And that was cool. But I don't see how, you know, what are the angles can they go? What other... What are the other what are the other themes that their heroes can take for the other seasons? How deeper can we go? Yeah, for me, I would be interested to see if them go back. Go back to characters from season one. Have they were they able to sustain the change? Mm. Do a special highlights episode of them mm. going because because you're right, because at some point it's going to be, oh wait, it's another divorcee. Yeah. yeah. And also seeing sort of, you know, a regular guy who is kind of, you know, he's doing all right at his job, he's doing all right in his life, whatever, but he's literally just a regular guy who doesn't know how to take care of himself because he never learned how to take care of himself. Yeah. That's, like, I feel like got really old really quick. Mm. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of it, but I don't see how that's enough. Mm. My other concern is that how long-lasting is this advice, right? Anthony mm. teaches you one recipe. One dish, yeah. he, teach you to, he teaches you how to cook scallops instead of, like, you know, actual food you could eat yeah. every but day. But they generally pick something they can get locally. Even Tan takes yeah. them to shops they can shop in within their budget. Like there yeah. was, not this season, but the previous season, they did go to Target. Yeah. Mm. I think for the guy with all the kids and stuff. So That's I think like the, the scallops John- was like, they were near the ocean, were they? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. But like things like Jonathan giving someone who doesn't put anything in in their hair 
like six things to put in their yeah. hair. How mm. long is that going to last? That's yeah. the thing that I worry about. Yeah. Mm. And, I, and I think that's what I mean. I think going back to these guys will be interesting to see because I think in the original series, they did that a couple of times. And Probably. In a I lot of remember. places, they fail. The guys essentially go, look, I'm not going to be buying $100 worth of product every month mm-hmm. for my hair. Yeah. That was nice when you gave it to <laughs> me. I really don't think that's yeah. an issue. I've, I've seen like they don't, he does keep it like they do tailor Basic, it to yeah. what they're doing, especially the food. Like here's a fruit salad because you can get fruit. Yeah. I'm not going to make you f- uh, get Wagyu beef uh. because it's way too expensive. I think there is a degree of thoughtfulness, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like, and, and if you look at how Tan, for example, organizes wardrobes, he's always very specific of, you can pull anything. You yeah. know, you, you yeah. don't have to think about yeah. this anymore. And and so I do think that for some of them, there is a level of automation built into mm. the, look, you come in here, they, they always start with their routine, right? They always ask you, what is the routine? Mm. And then they try and, I think, build things around that. Yeah. I'm not questioning so much the thoughtfulness of our guys. I'm questioning the existence of the show yeah. at the moment, I think. There's, well, looking for an easy episode title list of who the heroes were, I came across an article from Cosmo which also highlighted something that the show has lost, which none of us actually, I didn't hadn't thought about this at all. And it was the fact that originally they were interacting with people who had absolutely no history or no experience of LGBTQ culture. Mm. And while it's good to see Wesley, who is someone who can articulate his feelings and explain exactly how much this has meant to him. There's no, there's, I think there's maybe one person who's like, oh, he mentions a couple of times I've never hung out with five gays guys. That was before. the last episode. The last episode, yeah. right, the farmer guy. But they did, I think they, that, that, that it was an article by Emma Batty. I think it is something they have lost. I think going back in towards that area mm. of embracing people who a don't want to embrace yeah, them yeah. is a big part of the show that I didn't realize I'd lost until I'd seen this. I think I'm quite interested in looking at the things that they're doing separately. I mean, Tan and his, um, is it called Dressing Funny? Yeah, he's yeah. Dressing Funny. In the yeah. He also has his own YouTube channel where he just talks to you while making papadoms and nans. Hi, I'm Tan France from Netflix is Queer Eye. I don't think you've ever seen me cook before, so it's time to show you what I can do in the kitchen. So this is my mom's version of a chicken curry, and she is probably not very happy at all that I'm sharing this with you. Almost every curry starts the same way. The base is oil and onion. The darker the color of your onions, the deeper the flavor of your overall curry. So that's the thing. I love Tan France. Um, I'm there for most of his content. Um, I love Jonathan Van Ness. Um, I'm there for most of his content in um, doses, which I can personally schedule out. Um, (laughs) Because he's a lot. I love him, but he's a lot. Um, And that's it. And, And so I'm happy continuing to see content from these two guys. I like the show as it is. I just wish that it wasn't so soon. Yeah. I just I mean and nobody forced me, I admit If it was March, watch. April, if it was March next year, we would be looking forward to it. I think so. I think so. A bit yeah. more excitement. Yeah. Um are we alone in this? Are we like Debbie Downering all over Queer Eye? Um, tell us. Did you enjoy it a lot more than we did? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at SkipIntroMY. And of course, write movies at BFM.my.